Welcome to the Warehouse Cinemas podcast. We are a new movie theater company that likes to think outside the box office. Each episode, we'll be highlighting interviews and updates from the development of our flagship location in Frederick, Maryland. If you're a movie buff, a foodie, an entrepreneur, or just a cheerleader for all things local, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Melody, so let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to the Warehouse Cinemas podcast. We are wrapping up season one of the show, and we thought, who better to bring it home than Rich Dottridge, the founder and CEO of Warehouse Cinemas. You might remember him from our brief conversation uh, 15 episodes ago. It was our first episode, and it's been by far our most popular one. So, Rich, welcome back. Thanks for taking time to join us today. I know you're really busy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Melody. It's hard to believe that we uh, recorded our first episode six months ago. Uh, it was November. We were just doing you know, a quick tour of the facility. Construction had barely started. And we just plopped down in the middle of the mall and said, hey, let's record a podcast together. <laughs> yeah, I think you actually uh, gave me a 20-minute heads up on your way down the Frederick that day. <laughs> I know a lot has changed since we sat down in the middle of that dusty old fountain in the middle of the mall um i thought you know it'd just be kind of cool for you to give us an update on you know what kind of progress has been made since our last conversation a lot of people you know we can't see inside the facade has just barely started to change um can you give us a little hint to what's happening on the inside yeah it's been an interesting uh project probably from the folks uh, driving by every day there has been a lot of progress on the outside but we've been at this for about five and a half months now uh closing in on the on the end of the project and uh, so the inside uh really in the last i don't know two to three weeks it's really come together where a lot of our equipment's showing up um our our um as of today or i'm sorry as of last friday our seats have arrived so we have our hundreds and hundreds of other recliners sitting around in boxes. Um, our projectors actually arrived today as well. So today or today and this week actually is a time when most of the auditoriums will actually be almost wrapped up um, except for maybe the carpet. So we'll have our screen up, we'll have our sound system up, our projection system, all of our chairs in, all wired up. So by the end of this week, uh, technically you could fire up the projector and watch a movie. So that's probably the most uh, meaningful as far as the, as the auditoriums go. And then in the lobby area, uh, the concession area, all of our casework is going into all of our uh, concession countertops, uh, our beer coolers, our beer, wine and, uh, and cocktail bar is going up, all our kiosks are going in. So there's really two parts to it, all the auditoriums and also the lobby and, and a little bit of the hallway. Yeah, we've been sharing just a few pictures on social media, one of a uh, shipping container that you guys, you know, completely refinished and you're planning to use it in the lobby as, as your bar area. Is that right? Yeah. So it's a 20 foot container that uh, we had uh, customized for a bar that will house, uh, I guess about probably two bartenders that will be at the uh, South end of the lobby uh, right, right around the corner from the concession area. Yeah, it, it looks super cool. So I know it's those little details and touches that, you know, are really going to be fun whenever you walk in, especially for the people that are familiar with the old, you know, Fredericktown Mall look and feel. So, yeah, that's definitely um, definitely this whole like modern uh, industrial with a little bit of eco design part of it, even our containers 
or our doorways actually are old container doors. Um, they don't function necessarily as a door, but there's this design element across all 10 auditoriums where there's an old container door actually welded on with a big number to indicate the auditorium. So you'll see a lot of those, a lot of those uh, um, design elements. Yeah. yeah. Maybe um, what's, what's surprised you about the project or what's something that's really been exciting as you guys have gone through this long process? Oh, surprised us? Well, we sought out to do a six-month construction project of an abandoned mall and an abandoned movie theater. So <laughs> the, time, the time frame was always uh, going to be interesting and it was going to be a sprint. But I think what's, so I guess I would say not a lot has surprised us because we gutted it and put it back together. Um, but in that, there's just a lot of details. There's a lot of um, architectural uh, calls once a week and uh, just lots of calls and just solving problems on the fly because we're really working with an old old facility. Yeah. Um, I would say what's what surprised me, I guess I would say, is that we, uh, you know, our, our COO, uh, Greg Mills, has, has just done a fantastic job of just staying, uh, keeping everyone organized. And he's a very detail-oriented person. Anyways, as you know, Melody, he's, yeah. uh, he has a spreadsheet for his um, – his meals for the day, I think, but, um, so his spreadsheet sense, I think, you know, I think with his organization, we certainly have surprises uh, here and there, but, um, I can't think of anything really any big, huge surprises. We did sort of, uh, pivot a little bit about halfway through the project on design. Um, the lobby was just, uh, our rendering was, a, was a had more dark features or dark woods and dark concrete. And, um, finishes like that and we sort of opened it up we had the opportunity to work with Zoltan uh design out of Frederick there and uh they um, uh, Chris Ritchie and his team really just gave us some insights on how to make it a little more a little more brighter a little more what, what they call eco modern is, is the terminology he taught me mm -hmm. um so um to that um, in addition to our sort of uh, industrial look I think probably the surprise that you know I wouldn't have created that with my design sense but it really 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 looks great so. Yeah, it's been really cool to see how it's evolved. And, um, you know, I get the privilege of seeing some of the 3D renderings. We're excited to share that as well as, you know, the VR tour that we have just released. Excited to share that with the public. So they'll kind of get to see that transformation, too, from the early renderings that we put online. Um, so in addition to, you know, all the entrepreneurial work that you do here in the you know Northern Virginia, D.C. region, um, you are really involved in the film industry and in, in the National Association of Theater Operators with the Independent Cinema Alliance. I know you have a lot of, you know, good relationships and connections in the industry. Um, are you able to share any new films or trends or updates, you know, from, from the inside scoop of what's happening in the industry, things that you're hoping to bring to our area? Yeah, I mean, most of it's public knowledge. Most of it's been written about as far as the, um, you know, one of the biggest challenges that we have in the industry as we come out of this pandemic is just the ability to have content on screens. So uh, one of the things that I had the, um, the privilege to work on was, was with the Independent Cinema Alliance. I'm a board member um, of the National Association. And what we started to do about two months ago, uh, maybe three months ago, actually, is reaching out to the studios, um, the Disney's of the world, the Lionsgate, Warner Brothers, and basically um, having some conversations around, you know, what kind of product would be available. And then um, sort of kicking off those conversations, we were able to, you know, with the help from a lot of other people, um, put together 
sort of the content, uh, I guess, options, the libraries that are available throughout all these studios. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I think in addition to what we're calling uh, repertoire films, so older movies, movies that may have been out for a long time, retro movie, classic movies, um, but also movies that were in theaters uh, right before the shutdown. Um, we are working hard to put, uh, actually all independent cinemas and major chains are working hard to put together programming that will get people back out to the movies. So, um, I mean, there's no no secret that that Tenet uh, landing on, on July 17th, which is a movie that um, Christopher Nolan has put together, has a lot of buzz, a hundreds of millions of dollar budget movie that they're really trying to hold for the 17th. Mm. Um, hopefully that holds. We also have a great partner in a, a new studio called Solstice Studios. Um, I actually kicked off a call last Thursday with Solstice and uh, uh, some board members from the ICA. We have a live call every week and they're just super, super um, uh, helpful and have launched um, a movie for July 1st called Unhinged, which is with Russell Crowe. And so if Solstice keeps that date, we'll have a good first round movie on July 1st. And I know A24 has some content that they might do in July and then STX Studios as well might have some content in July. So really everyone's day to day as far as seeing if uh, uh, both Unhinged and uh, Tenant in particular uh, hold their dates. Sure, yeah. Now we're, we're looking forward to those releases. Um, as you know, getting just past you know content, um, you know popcorn soda. We've talked before about the vision that you guys have for movie going. Um, what what do you really see as the future for movie theaters? Because a lot of people would look at this industry, you know, especially in light of the pandemic, and say, you know, why why even bother? Why why put your hat into the ring of something that you know is is eventually going to go away or it's in decline? What do you see? as the future of movie going and what gets you excited about being in this industry? Well, and, yeah. And I think we touched on in the first episode is the sort of the why we exist and why we still feel excited about the industry. I mean, I think fundamentally uh, and maybe philosophically movie going is a part of a part of our culture. It's a part of getting out of the house. It's a part of uh, spending time with people that you care about, but also perhaps strangers in a given community. And I think we're going to see, again, my opinion and, and theory of it all, is I think we're going to see coming out of this, this COVID where everyone has been basically kept in their homes for the most part for months now. I think there's going to be a desire for people just to get back out there. I think we're wired as human beings to want um, that, that, that connection with others around us. You know, I always use the example of like a Starbucks. If you if you ever go to a Starbucks and you and you walk in, you notice that there's like it's packed out typically. And there's always people listening to uh, whatever it is, podcasts or or music on their headphones. Um, and a lot of times they're, they're also just working, right? So they're actually going remote to work. Um, the the funny thing is, the internet's the same as they have at home. If not, you know, it's actually might be better at home. <laughs> the uh, the idea of the fact that they can have a Starbucks coffee, you can get Starbucks and take it to your house as well. And it always reminds me that I think people want that we're sort of wired as human beings to be connected with others. So there's, even if you're not talking, even if you're in a, a dark auditorium, I think there's that moment in the movie where everyone laughs yeah. uh, at the same time. And you get that sense that uh, you know, this is a community and that's just different. That's just in, 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 our, in our opinion better and we'll be around for a long time versus 
you know, staying at home and watching a movie. So I think it'll be around for a long time. Yeah, for sure. Maybe more directly, what do you think is the future, you know, what do you see in the future for warehouse cinemas specifically? By the way, sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> we're, all, we're, all, we're all working from home here and our, our dog decides to bark whenever <laughs> she, she, she sees a squirrel. Um, as much as we can try to control it. Um, what was the question again? I forgot. No, it's okay. Last time we were interrupted by forklifts and construction sounds. So this that's is right. perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. I was asking, what do you see in the future for warehouse cinemas? You know, we talked just about industry wide, but you know, what, what makes this baby special? What, you know, what do you think is going to really put it over the edge? Well, I think we're fundamentally, you know, attacking the industry with a different uh, mindset. I think it's a mindset of marketing. It's a mindset of, um, getting people out to, to have experiences. Um, and, you know, the movies, obviously the, the biggest part of going out to the movie theaters, but I think there's a lot more to it that, that the industry can do better with. And that is, you know, I think our, um, I think our customer service, I think our ability to offer, you know, expanded uh, menu options, uh, going out, making it an evening out versus just going to the movie and almost making it feel like a turnstile business. Um, you know, I think warehouse cinemas, Secret sauce at some level is in our Skyview technology, uh, which is our, our flat floor and tilted screen. Um, you know, that patent is, I think, going to be uh, important for us. I think the way we approach, again, uh, our menu, our menu is all about what we call comfort food elevated, which is just really going out and getting a, a gourmet grilled cheese with, um, you know, some great flavor, flavor profiles and going into the movie. I think the biggest challenge is will be will be to not fall asleep, <laughs> and uh, and then I think just um, you know again back to event marketing. I think we I think we see the industry uh, as the movie being the start of the conversation, the start of the evening out. But then how can we how can we add to that experience by doing an event, whether it be Margarita in a movie or whether it be Daddy Daughter date night, um, and just um, sort of create that experience. We've in the past, in our in our Hagerstown location, you know, we knew that we grew the market across the entire industry in that specific area. Uh, we didn't just you know take from the competition; we actually grew the market by over two million dollars. And I think what that proves is that if you give people a great experience, great sound and audio, the obvious things, a great recliner, um, perhaps in our case, we'll have all heated recliners as well. All of those amenities are almost uh, the base level. Mm -hmm. And I think what, what you do beyond that will get people to, you know, essentially spend their, their entertainment dollars, uh, perhaps more on movies than they did before. Right. Right. Well, we're, you know, as you know, the whole team has just been so excited, pushing really, really hard towards this, you know, this last sprint to get the doors open. So, um, you know, as we're wrapping up season one, we're hoping to, um, be announcing our grand opening soon and letting everybody see it for themselves. What, you know, what this experience that you've been talking about. So it's, it's a really exciting time. Wrapping it up. I was just going to go into our speed round, Rich. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I've heard these. So I'm ready for these. <laughs> okay. So question number one, what is your favorite movie? Mr. Doddridge. Oh, you know, I forgot about this. <laughs> so <I'm gonna laughs> off, off the hip, say that it's a probably a uh, odd movie for me to say, but I've always loved The Notebook. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe I'm more sensitive than I think. Uh, 
yeah, I married my high school sweetheart, so I've. I've uh, now, did you and Susan watch it together? Is that why it's so special to you? No, I, yeah, I don't remember. I, I guess we watched it together. I mean, we probably did. We've been dating for married for over twenty years and dating seven years prior to that. So, um, yeah, probably. It's just uh, I don't know. It's it's a good story of just um, I don't know. It's just uh, it's a love story. But then my second favorite movie, just so people realize that I, I have range. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is Tommy Boy like I don't know like for some reason uh, I'm a, I'm I'm sappy at some level and then another level I'm goofy or something but um no I just I, I love I love like the slapstick comedy as well so. no that's good well it's common knowledge around the office that Rich's favorite movie is The Notebook and so I was wondering if he was gonna skirt the question and give us a different example so caught me off guard kudos yeah. to you for for being authentic. Yeah. Um, okay, so what's your favorite theater snack? Um, I'm a big uh, chocolate-covered almond guy. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Classic. I like it. Now, are we going to have any any new twist on desserts at Warehouse Cinemas, or are we going to just stick with the classic comfort elevated food? Yeah, so we're, uh, we have a test kitchen Wednesday of this week, our second of probably three test kitchens and uh on the on the uh agenda is to test two things one is uh, a fried oreo dessert mm. with powdered sugar and uh and uh, chocolate glaze we do that at our restaurant warehouse tap room and uh, so we're going to try that and see if that works we're also just going to do the classic um chocolate chip cookie uh, yeah. uh recipe that my daughter happened happens to have apparently perfected over this COVID period. And uh, so we're going to try that recipe. She's actually going to come and hang out with us and see what everyone thinks about her chocolate chip cookies. That's awesome. You can't beat that. So you'll have to give it a special name if it's, if it's uh, Carter's recipe. Yeah. I'm negotiating with Carter. We're, we're going to see, she's <laughs> trying to do like a license fee and all this Oh, stuff I see. So like... she's got the business mind. You've passed that down to her. <laughs> yeah who knows if it it makes sense we might end up calling it carter's carter's chocolate chip cookies that's fun very cool all right last question um maybe if you have a favorite local business or spot or restaurant in frederick you know a lot of people might be coming to visit from out of town as they come to warehouse cinemas what's maybe somewhere where you're like hey you've got to go check this out when you're in town yeah, I mean, I, I think as an independent uh, restaurant owner and uh, independent cinema owner, uh, we always try to frequent the, the independents. So um, I'll, I'll throw off a few that my wife and I like to frequent in downtown Frederick. Uh, Frederick. Um, Hooch and Banter is one of our top fives there on the corner yeah. there at Carroll Creek. Just great little spot, good drinks. Uh, Bloody Marys are amazing. Um, then we tend to frequent the tasting room, Mm -hmm. um, which again is a cool little spot on the melody. We've had some business meetings down there with folks out of DC. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, um, honestly, we like all the breweries. Um, we bounced around to pretty much all of them around town. So looking forward to supporting, uh, local brewers in this, in this, uh, venture as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would just probably sum it up by to say all things local. Is really we try to find the, the ones that are really doing some cool cool twist on food and then drink and and have a cool atmosphere as well perfect well rich again i really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to to give everyone an update i know things are crazy right now just in the final stages of construction anything else you wanted to share with anybody as we as we close out this final episode 
Yeah, I mean, probably the biggest thing is just on people's mind is when we're opening. So I'll, I'll sort of answer that in a, in a very political way. <laughs> um, so we are looking to open in weeks now. So um, we're sort of targeting end of June, early July. Um, so we have a little bit of a range there. We are tackling some some last minute challenges, but um, I think assuming that uh, the state of Maryland has opened uh, for movie going to continue again, um, I think uh, I think we're open to be to be open to the public, probably at some limited capacity. But uh, we're open open late June, early July. So uh, hopefully, it's one of the things that Frederick's talking about for the next few weeks, and can't wait to come out and check us out because uh, Frederick has really really been great as far as government, um, just helping us, uh, just all things permitting and everything with, with the city and county. They've been great. So I'm um, looking forward to sharing all the work we've been doing, maybe a little bit behind the scenes because you don't see progress, but it is very, very, very close. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you are, if you want to be one of the first ones to hear about, you know, the, the grand opening or when the doors are going to be opening, um, head over to warehousecinemas.com. You can subscribe to our email list there, or you can follow us on Facebook. We've got, you know, real-time updates going every day. Um, so follow us on there. That way you can snag one of those first uh, seats those heated recliners and be one of the first people to check out the Skyview technology so everyone thanks for joining us on this journey as we wrap up season one and we hope to see you soon at warehouse cinemas thanks everyone for listening in to the warehouse cinemas podcast be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss our next episode. Give us a quick review in iTunes if you enjoyed the content. And if you're curious about our project, check out warehousecinemas.com for more details. Thanks all. Thanks all.